Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. SoCal's Country Station, 95.1 KFROG. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. The Ontario Museum of History and Art will present Culture Fest 2023, taking place this Saturday, May 20th, from 6 to 9 p.m. In conjunction with the quarterly Ontario Art Walk, the event is an evening-long celebration through the arts of the different cultural experiences that exist within Ontario's diverse community. On the line to discuss is Arts and Culture Director Marissa Kuchek. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Marissa Sturb by telling us about the Ontario Museum of History and Art. Sure. The Ontario Museum of History and Art preserves, interprets, and celebrates the history and cultural heritage of Ontario and our surrounding area. So from developing exhibitions to engaging visitors through educational experiences and programs and events that inspire creative action like Culture Fest, the museum really is an anchor to the growing downtown Ontario Arts District. And fun fact, we are uniquely housed in the Ontario's former City Hall, which is a historical landmark that was funded by the Works Progress Administration. And in 2019, we actually celebrated our 40th anniversary. So we are located right on Euclid Avenue. Encourage everyone to stop by. We are free and open to the public from Thursday through Sunday. And what kinds of exhibits does the museum have? So our exhibits really focus on advancing knowledge of our local history and regional art. And right now, visitors are going to be able to experience the 12th Biennial Ontario Open Art Exhibition, which is really a cool thing in its 12th iteration. It gives regional artists of all ages and skills the opportunity to display their artwork and have a chance to win a cash prize. This exhibit is going to be on view from Thursday, May 18th to Sunday, July 30th. And the other exhibit that we have on view right now is Gem of the Foothills. That's one of our permanent local history exhibits, which explores the unique history of Ontario, its founding, transitions, people, and organizations. And what kinds of programs and activities does the museum host? So we have programs for all ages. We offer artist-led workshops, lectures by historians that focus on our region's history, and we also have a quarterly series called In the Vault, where we showcase artifacts from our collection that are tied to specific themes that are related to our city's history. 
And of course, we have two large-scale festivals each year, the Ontario Arts Festival, which is on the third Saturday of October, and what's coming up this Saturday, May 20th, is Culture Fest. Before we get really into Culture Fest, I also wanted to ask, how does the museum support local artists? Of course. Our curatorial team has really been dedicated to cultivating and supporting a community of artists in our region. And we've done this through open call exhibits like the Open, which is currently on view. And later this year, we're going to have actually our 25th annual Dia exhibition for um, in celebration of Dia de los Muertos. And for that exhibit, artists of all ages and stages are invited to participate. And you know, with that exhibit, it's just been really amazing to see how some of the artists that are in that show have been participating since the very beginning. And, you know, some of the artists, that is the first exhibit that they ever participated in. And for some of them, it's the only show they participate in. And then even for others, it's been actually a launching pad for their career, where we've seen artists that are in that show go on to exhibit in larger regional and even national museums across the country. We also invite many of the artists that are in our exhibitions to teach workshops and lead programs. So we started a new quarterly series that we do called Emerging Artists. And that is a program where we invite local arts organizations or sometimes more established artists to talk about key topics that you need to know in order to launch your artistic career, sometimes the things that you might not have gotten in art school. So those include things like writing an artist statement or how to prepare your work for online applications or even how do you set up your vendor booth for, you know, your first art walk or something like that and make it look nice. So whenever we have an exhibit opening or large event like Culture Fest, we invite artists to come and populate our outdoor plaza for a kind of mini art market so that people in the community can take away a work of art by a local artist home with them too. And finally, the annual Ontario Arts Festival, which happens on the third Saturday of October, is really a great opportunity for more established artists in the region to showcase their work. And so that is a one-day event that features over 50 artist booths offering a wide variety of media. So that includes everything from fine art, paintings, textiles, ceramics, digital art, photography, jewelry, really anything that you can imagine. And that is open to a wide range of artists that live in Southern California, particularly the Inland Empire. So from a visitor's perspective, it's a great place to start or grow your art collection and really your one-stop shop for finding the best of what artists in the IE have to offer. So if any folks are listening right now and are interested in applying, the online application for that is actually going to open later this month. And more information can be found at ontariomuseum.org. And Culture Fest takes place this Saturday, May 20th. What is Culture Fest? So Culture Fest is a free, fun, and family-friendly event that celebrates the different cultural experiences of our community through the arts. It's an evening-long celebration with a focus on the performing arts, and it's held in conjunction with our quarterly art walk. So this year, the theme of Culture Fest is water in celebration of the opening of a new permanent exhibit at the Ontario Museum of History and Art that's called Built on Water, Ontario and Inland Southern California. So this exhibit has been five years in the making. We're really excited about it. And visitors to Culture Fest are actually going to have the opportunity to preview the show in advance of our grand opening later this summer. What can we expect from Culture Fest? Oh, so much fun. So it's going to be music, dance storytelling through puppetry, and there's going to be some classical music, even high school percussionists. And there's also going to be food trucks, art making activities, artist vendors, and a temporary public art installation by artist Luciana Abate. And tell us about Luciana Abate. Who is she? So she is an internationally known artist. She was born in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and is currently based in Los Angeles, where she's a resident of the 18th Street Art Center in Santa Monica. 
And her multimedia work deals with climate change and environmental fragility and their impact on immigration in particular. So we're really excited to be able to bring in artists and artwork into Ontario for a community to enjoy. And what is the glass wall? So the glass wall is this kind of immersive public art temporary installation. It's a video actually that's going to be projected onto the northwest facade of our historic building. And the installation itself depicts just like rushing water, ebbing and flowing and draws attention to water as a resource and the metaphors that are involved in that struggle to control it. The artist actually, um, there's a really nice quote that she said about the work. She said, the visuals of the water's forceful movement is a reflection on humanity's power over nature. We can change its course in a good or bad manner. And I really like that because I think the concept behind Luciana's work fits really nicely with the content that we're going to be sharing in this new exhibit for Built on Water. We're looking at how water was managed in the past and the current constellation of these different water agencies that help to ensure that we have clean water coming out of your faucet every day. And then we also consider what can that future look like? And that includes how do all of us in our community have a role to play in shaping the future? I'm speaking with Marissa Kuchek, Arts and Culture Director for the Ontario Museum of History and Art. You mentioned that the theme of Culture Fest this year is water. Why did you choose that as your theme? We're really excited about this new exhibit built on water that's going to be opening in August. And the exhibit built on water explores the unique history of water in Ontario and the Greater Inland Empire. So water played a really important role in our city's growth and really the development of the whole region, both literally and figuratively. One kind of anecdote from the show, I don't want to give it all the way, but one that I really like is that in the 1800s, the Chafee brothers, who were instrumental in developing this region, they built a bronze fountain that they turned on as the trains pulled in to greet visitors. So the idea there was that having this sort of lush flowing fountain would symbolize an abundance of water and then attract residents to the city that they were trying to grow as really an agricultural irrigation colony. And so it's kind of fun because that fountain it has an appearance in the exhibit was actually unearthed when they did some construction on the Euclid Avenue railroad underpass. And so we're really excited that we were able to add that to part of our collection and that now we get to showcase it in conjunction with this exhibit. And, you know, if you visit the museum, the Frankish Fountain, which you'll see on our grounds, is really iconic and just kind of ties, brings it all full circle and ties into the history of this region, which you can learn more about in the exhibit. Why is the role we play in our water such an important topic? In working on this show with the team, I really learned how water permeates every aspect of our lives and society. So not only do we physically need water to live, but it's a crucial component of food production, business, recreation, and so much more. And I think what's really interesting about the history in Ontario looking at, is looking at how water played such a prominent role in the region's development early on. It also highlights different approaches on how to manage water. So, for instance, the Tongva, who were the first people in this region and managed our water resources very differently than the Chiefy brothers. Yet, over 100 years later, we're still using the same original underground water tunnels that were built during the Chiefy's era. And now scientists are learning how to reintegrate the complex strategies that Native people developed for managing our natural resources. So, you know, our state and local water companies are managing safe and clean water distribution for all of us, and they're developing new ways for us to both conserve water and make our usage more efficient. But that still doesn't change that there's only a finite amount of water on the planet and in our region. 
So we often hear the phrase, you know, every drop counts, but it really does. If as a community, we can understand our water footprint and the small changes we can make in our daily lives, it can really help conserve for future generations. Tell us about some of the performers we can expect to see at Culture Fest. Oh, so we're really excited about the slate of performers that we have coming up. We have Ontario Southland Symphony Brass Quintet that will be providing several music selections, um, including a take on Handel's Water Dance as an homage to the Built on Water exhibit. Additionally, the group MALO, M-A-L-O, which stands for Motivation Action Leadership Opportunity, which is a nonprofit organization serving Tongan Americans in the IE, will perform a traditional dance. And the final performance of the evening is going to be a percussion ensemble of Rancho Cucamonga's Etiwanda High School Marching Eagle Regiment, which is an award-winning group who has been featured at Southern California Percussion Alliance competitions. These are just a few of the performances that visitors can expect to experience and so much more. You really have to come out and check it out. And tell us about the hands-on activities that we can expect. So there will be lots of water-themed activities that tie into Built on Water, including an art card activity called Water Droplets, which also promotes our Community Voices on Water project, which is a component of the exhibit. And so it was really important for us to incorporate our community into this new exhibit. And we did that by interviewing different members of our community and having them talk about how water impacts their work for their daily lives. And so visitors are gonna be able to hear their stories in the exhibit, and then they'll also be able to contribute their own story by using one of the water droplets that we've provided and hang their story on an interactive exhibition wall that'll then become a part of the exhibition as well. Culture Fest takes place this Saturday in conjunction with the Ontario Art Walk. Can you tell us more about the Ontario Art Walk? Of course. The Art Walk is a quarterly event that happens on the third Saturday of February, May, August, and November in the downtown Ontario Arts District. And in attending the Art Walk, there are exhibitions, pop-up galleries, artist talks, workshops, food vendors, live music, and all different kinds of arts events constantly changing that are led and sponsored by local artists, performers, organizations, and local businesses. And is this an all-ages event? Yes, it is free. It is all ages. Really fun for the whole family to come out and enjoy. And how can we get more information about Culture Fest? Of course. So if you go to the Ontario Museum of History and Arts website at ontariomuseum.org, you can get more information and details. And remember, it's free, so there's no need to buy tickets or RSVP. You can just show up. And we also will have at all of the locations that are participating a brochure with a map so that you can find everywhere that there's going to be um, some kind of program happening. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And thank you for supporting the arts in our community. Thank you so much for having me on today. And we really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and share information about the free programs that the City of Ontario has to offer. Always, if you want to find out more about what's going on, please visit our website at ontariomuseum.org. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.